1: Coming up on TMS, Brian bends the knee. When one door closes, a door becomes a window. Ooh, the uterus is done. The sauce of the monkey. Cysticles. Concentrated boob sweat. Between a rock and a Dwayne place. Freezing aliens.
2: Prove it. You can't.
1: I'm dreaming of a weird Christmas. I don't like punditry. 11 and negative 11. Are close enough. Obviously, it's aliens. Ship before you remove. Gamer, grandpa, bathwater. One testicle, too many, with Amy.
2: Therapy Thursday with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. You see? You see? Your stupid minds. Stupid, stupid. Damn!
1: the morning stream time to put some hustle behind this muscle good morning and welcome to tms it's the morning stream for thursday december 22nd 2022 we got a twenty two twenty two 22 in the house mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just for a little while longer though 12, 22, 22. That's three. To, uh, uh, wait. Oh,
2: I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. One, yes. two, three,
1: four. Wait. One, one two,
2: three. basically four,
1: five. one, two, 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 two. Yeah, that's pretty good. Two, 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 two. I mean, it's not like a two, 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 but it'd be, it's pretty, no, it's no. pretty good. No,
2: If we only had a 22nd month. Oh, be perfect
1: the 22nd
2: weather. month with uh, <laughs> 22 days perfect right so
1: I gotta ask it's like 16 degrees here people in Montana yeah. are at like negative 30 uh, wh- where's Colorado today?
2: Colorado currently right now looking at the uh, the annoying Apple watch negative uh, 12 currently damn! negative 12
1: I thought 16 was bad but negatives bad. in Colorado damn it yeah. that's cold yeah
2: Mm. And Dean uh, and I decided we would go out last night. Uh, at the start of this, it would basically we left the house as the front was moving in. Sorry, I'm uh, wiping
1: my nose as I talk. Oh, because... It's a very, it's a very hygienic thing for you to do. It's fine. That's
2: right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, here, let me use some some uh, hand sanitizer yeah, on my hands. To... <laughs> Why? <while> I... Okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> do that.
2: Um, <laughs> anyway, we went to. uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we left the house. It was 41 degrees last night at about 4:30. We went to this thing called Camp Christmas,
1: or as I call it, a tool video set. It like.
2: <laughs> at least that first one actually a couple of parts of it looked like a tool. Or video. Or
1: like some scene in Resident Evil 8 or something. It was like hor- horrifying. That it,
2: stuff. Is, uh, it was horrible. It, well, it's it's uh, so it's intended to be like they bill it as the quirkiest Christmas thing you'll you'll go to. And it absolutely is. And I took pictures of the, you know, I I posted pictures of the more uh, nightmare-inducing parts of it. There's a, you know, there's a reindeer in a room with a disco ball, and it's got those spikes on it that, you know, like you put on the sides of buildings to keep pigeons from landing.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, And then there was a picture of a a weird, like, uh, smiling
1: uh, boy running the uh like a candy store kid.
2: Running a candy store, actually a diner,
1: yeah. Oh it's a diner, okay. I see it's I saw diner. The He just sways back
2: him. and forth with his mouth wide open like Ahh. he's
1: holding one of those huge suckers you used to get when you were kids, the big round exactly. uh, yep. deals.
2: And then uh and then a an owl <laughs> that is full of fire. Like it's a it's an owl that is made of of uh
1: steel and fire. Oh, that reminds me of the big Vegas praying mantis outside of the container. Park. Oh
2: yeah. Very much. So like container park praying mantis. Yeah.
1: yeah for sure. Having that vibe here. So was this all just uh, like a big art installation? It sounds like. Or it,
2: sort of. Yeah. It's like a, it's an outdoor thing at Belmar park and it's, uh, it's called camp Christmas and it's, and those are kind of the, mo- the, the weirdest parts. Although there is a whole room you go through that's got mannequins with weird Christmas hats, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, uh, a giant uh, coffee cake, and another one that's got like a bunch of Christmas trees. And that one's because the lighting in there is like all weird pink floor lighting pointing up. Yeah. And so it's that's kind of creepy in and of itself as well. Wow. But there's other things in there. Like basically, they've got 30 Christmas trees all staggered around the place that are pun trees. Okay. Pun Christmas tree. So you have to look at them and, and try and figure out what the pun is. And there's a little QR code if you give up and you can, you can then figure out. But, uh, you know, there's one that's got a bunch of pictures of uh, Tom Hanks as uh, Forrest Gump, different photos of him <laughs> hanging as ornaments. Okay. And that is a forest tree.
1: Really? I get it. Yeah. I get it. Forest, Forest Gump tree. tree. I Forest get it. tree. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah exactly. I
2: get it. That's good. The uh, my favorite was the one that had uh, little Roger rabbits, and and then little uh, paper dolls of people like James Bond and and uh, 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 old cowboy dude. Shoot, can't remember his name. Not John Wayne, but like one of those Roy Rogers and stuff oh, like that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And that was a Roger doll tree. Oh my. It was like Lord. Roger Moore and Roy Rogers and Roger Rabbit and they were all dolls and it's a Roger doll
1: tree. That they went far for that one. They
2: went far and I I liked that one. That one was that was fantastic. That's
1: great. Yeah. So
2: there are thirty like thirty of them around there. It's awesome. So That's cool, man. Yeah. I would uh, go with this. And <clears throat> there was like a uh I should send you the video of this. Like a, you know, thing you sit down and it sprays guilt remover on you, and then there's like a guilt remover uh, guilt remover it's like a, it looks like a windex bottle but it says guilt remover on it and it just it just shoots like smoke at you it's not shooting any sort of spray which would have sucked in the uh at that point 11 degree weather we were out in walking yeah. through this thing
3: yeah
1: you don't want that oh no. it was already 11 last night Man. it was
2: already 11 it went from 41 when we left the house at 4 30 by the time we got there at uh about 515, 530, it had already dropped down to 11 degrees. It was yeah. like that quick a drop in temperature. They were reporting
1: so, this in uh, Wyoming. I guess it dropped as quickly as like seven minutes or eight minutes.
2: Yeah. Went from we, the 40s uh, to the negative. You know, as much as my little uh, sciatica would allow, we kind of sprinted through that place. And we wouldn't have waited, obviously if they weren't if tomorrow or saturday weren't the last day and we have stuff going on but i'm like oh i really want to see this let's get tickets yeah i know we're going on a day when it's supposed to drop before the big temperature drop day which is today but uh,
1: yeah yeah no anyway, i guess 11's uh, better than a negative 13 but
2: not much <laughs> not much better it doesn't you know it doesn't once you get down below a certain number eh, 11 and negative 11 feel pretty dang close to each other <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I have a connected yeah. story that happened to me last night.
2: Oh, excellent. Let's hear about it.
1: We, uh, I took my niece and nephew, Kim and I did took our niece and nephew, uh, who've been home alone while their parents are in Mississippi until they're, they're home now. But anyway, we took them out to dinner and we decided to take them oh, to nice. Tony burger, this place we really liked that makes these amazing burgers and they're, they're close by and it you know, look like it was going to snow. So we're like, we don't want to go too far. And. Say Tony Burger? Life. Tony Burger, it's called.
2: Tony Burger, okay. All
1: right. And uh, it's very good. It's kind of a staple in this. It's the local deal. I don't think they're anywhere else. Nice. Anyway, they got like three locations. So we went to the one near us. Great as usual. Love their stuff. We sit down. We're we're hanging out. We're talking. And um right in the middle of all this, I hear a guy at another table go, and, I, and I'm not making this accent up. This is the accent. <laughs> all right? Okay. He goes, right. you hear about that temp drop in Wyoming? I have a hunch it's aliens and he said it in a way when I went okay am I meant is he joking right you have to look over and
2: see the expression on his face is he like he's like I hear it's aliens yeah Yeah. I got a hunch it's
1: aliens and he was dead serious and then went on to explain why he thinks it's aliens because ain't no time in history a temperature dropping eight minutes that far there's no way this is just natural occurrence. and just went on and on and on and um Oh, the other thing I was going to say about him is he had on a hat. Can okay, you know I always complain about hats are too small for me? They don't fit me very yeah, well. Yeah, uh, Once in a while, like I these Under Armour yeah. ones do, and that's about all I can buy anymore. This was a guy like me with a big dumb head, mm-hmm. but... He didn't care that the hat didn't fit him. He's wearing one of those trucker hats that is literally just sitting up there,
2: just resting on the top. As well, okay, so so kind of like this, right? Like, yeah, uh, a bit like like that, that? like yeah, that, basically? a bit like that.
1: Except that's sty- That's stylish, at least, right? <laughs> I think so. That has some like the AI generator felt like it was stylish. <laughs> there was at least a little panache there. This guy's was yeah. like, he, if he turned to the right, the hat was going to stay in the same direction, just like stay there. <laughs> anyway. He was sure and was ta- And he was talking to some other dude who was all hunched over in a camo uh. jacket looking all skeevy and they were just going on and on about how this proves aliens there's no way this you know finally we have some definitive proof because of this weather thing and I'm like man you know it'd take you 2 seconds to google fastest temperature change in North America right. and I'll, right. bet exactly. not, I'll bet we're not I bet we're not even there yet so
2: we we just had such a such an out you know a new crop of scientists that have just totally joined the uh, the population in the last few years. That. It just amazes me that we had all these secret scientists who are now coming out of the woodwork.
1: And, I know uh, they well; they've been hiding it. Like this guy during the day is you know a, a sanitation worker, and he that's his cover. Hey,
2: let's not let's not
1: rip on sanitation. No, workers. not at all. Excuse Those guys me. are great. Yeah. I love them. We gave them gifts this year, but but you know that's but the cover clear, you
2: do. Clearly, this guy is not a lawyer. Like no, he did not pass the bar. No. Like no,
1: no, no, no. But he is hiding successfully as a scientist under wraps. And uh, yes, last night exactly. he let a little bit of it leak, and I overheard. It, and now I understand that if aliens only there was are responsible. A way,
2: yeah. You know, we're smart people, Scott. If only there was a way that we could figure out to uh to make some money and, and take advantage of <laughs> of people like this. And yeah, just, you know, yeah. Like I, I yeah. don't know, like like come up with a set of <laughs> digital NFT cards that they could buy. Yeah, really bad <laughs> never ones. Never I guess we already have somebody doing that, don't we? No, uh, that'd be great. I guess,
1: no, that'd be yeah. great. We could say, um, hey don't uh boy this economy the, the inflation That's and right. the gas prices are so bad whoa 100 bucks for not even one i get to choose but it's random and i don't even know how to get exactly. it once i pay for it and i could have screen grabbed it and gotten the same thing oh my gosh you can't say thanks biden to that one can you no <laughs> thanks
2: no. biden
1: someone in the chat says uh sell some bath water all right let's get that going
2: all right cool
1: remember we talked about that girl
2: I'd have to take a bath to do that. I think,
1: I think she's still doing that? The girl I'm was, sure she is. Yeah, that bath was,
2: water and then we have the, the under boob sweat.
1: Oh that she, one fouls me out. I can't uh, like at least bath water is mostly water. I mean I wouldn't want it. I don't wanna pay for it. They're they're both at they're both at uh you see, this is where the eleven degrees and
2: negative eleven degrees uh <laughs> we're already comes there. back into play. Here's the here's the, <laughs> that's where we're at. <laughs> The bathwater no, and wrong. the underboob sweat are basically the 11 and the negative <clears throat> 11 degrees. Where I the, can't the, tell the difference.
1: The value is, or the value of the tub water would be, it has the boob sweat in it. It's just now, it's watered down, right? Sure. So sure. if you're getting concentrated straight from the source, boob sweat. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah.
2: I mean, what are you doing with any of this? Is I don't it, know why like, exactly. Somebody's... Yeah, it's like whoever whoever buys one is not going to care. Well, I, it's watered down. Yeah, it's, it's not as down good.
1: It's only. I wish a, it was more
2: concentrated.
1: <laughs> it's only eight bucks an ounce. I want to pay twenty five yeah, exactly for yeah. the real stuff. I don't know why that accent is on that guy too. But listen,
2: it and, when we're in Vegas, we'll. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, you and I will get into the um, the plaza hot tub.
1: Okay. Together. All right. I'm ready.
2: And uh, then when we're done, we'll bottle up all that water and we'll sell it uh, for for TMS co host like host water, right? Like yes. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. I like I like that. Yeah. And we'll just even yeah. like a Dasani bottle full or something. You know, nothing crazy. Yeah, exactly. We can actually sell them right there at the event. Yeah, probably. People, Claire will be there. She'll buy it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll take a gin and hot tub water, please. <laughs> more more gin, though, than normal. Put as much in there as you can put. Oh, this is watered down. Oh, it's not the same. I was uh, really hoping for some... Sp- never mind, never mind.
4: Well, ah, we'll there
1: you. Oh, that. I see what you mean. I see where you're going. Uh, hey, a quick note. This is a yeah. technical note. I hope this helps a few people because there's been slight confusion. Nothing too crazy, but... Um, If you're using some kind of ancient pod catcher software, something real old and not supported anymore, just be aware that the feeds might be a little wonky for you because um, I changed hosts. And while anybody using anything modern will have no problem, it'll all be automatic. Uh, Everything's being redirected uh, properly through the Internet, through proper protocols and all that but the moving of RSS feeds can be a little fruity sometimes and especially over the first 24 hours or so. So if you've had issues and you're like, I don't see the show or why is it not on the feed? It'll be there. Just give it a sec. Some of these caches have to clear. I've tested everything and it's all working. I think, um, this was a major, major stressful thing for me over the last couple of weeks trying to get this done I'm sure now that it's yeah. all done. TMS and everything else should be flowing to whoever gets it. This is we're speaking audio here, so you know if you're getting if you're already doing video stuff, none of that's changed. But but the the audio version of the show, which is ninety nine percent of you, uh, should be showing up in your in your players. Like if you're using Overcast or a freaking Pocket Cast, Downcast, any of those podcast apps, uh, whatever Android thing you may be using. Google Podcast's been a little weird, but it's always weird. The thing is kind of garbage. I wish Google yeah. would update it. It's just not good. But That's, like yeah. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff is all, all tested here and worked. So if you have any problems, just poke me and let me know. I'm happy to dig into it and see if there's something weird. Like somebody yesterday said, hey, the mega feed where I put everything on, like every show gets put on the mega feed. Um, some people listen that way. And the guy's like, hey, that didn't show up on the mega feed. And I went, oh, yeah, the mega feed. I totally forgot about the mega feed. <laughs> so I fixed the mega feed yesterday, and it is also working now. So as far as I know, I have covered all my dumb bases, and everything's good. Okay? I don't have a team of 50 people working on this. I got me. No. Got you. I got, got me. You. you got me, babe. Anyway. Cool. Uh, as, as Cher once said, you've got me. Uh, all right. There's that. Hey, hey, there's some birthdays. Who's Who's having birthdays?
2: Yeah. Uh, Chloe, the wife of uh, Berninate, celebrating her birthday today is the day that she was born, is is the way that he phrased it, and she uh, lets him hang out and here in chat all the time. So, happy birthday to Chloe, wife of Berninate.
1: Nice. Uh, chat says, "I thought Frog Pants was a big conglomerate. I wish I, I'm too much of a control freak. I don't ever, I don't ever <laughs> let people do anything." But now, that um,
2: works. You know what? That works both to your success and no, I don't want to say failure but your success and your your stress level right oh, yeah. it's like 100% cuz cuz i've said hey let me take this on for you can i take mm-hmm. this on for you and it's a struggle sometimes to say to, to pull stuff away no for, you're absolutely
1: uh, right and it's it's yeah. weird because part of it is um i think i had some ptsd from like partnerships this this not this isn't to say that you're sure. a problem not of at course, all of course of no, course yeah, not not even remotely but like like my dad had partnerships that completely screwed up everything made yeah. him have to go bankrupt at one point um I worked for a guy who owes me $89,000 still does I'm never gonna see that money like I just I always feel like uh, if I can do if I can pull off a lot of this myself then I don't have to think mm-hmm. about or worry about any of those issues but Brian's absolutely right. It's like stress ball McGee over here sometimes, and uh, yeah, no, I get that- it.
2: it. Like I basically had to say, "Dude, I'm I'm taking over uh TMS Vegas. I'm doing all the scheduling and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and da da
1: da." And I'm really good because it, it's great. I love what you do with it. But yeah, Uh but, thank you.
2: Yeah. Uh, I wasn't planning on talking about this, and we'll just talk about it for a second, but just to get the, the idea, get that thing rolling in your head That uh, for ideas. Obviously, too late for 2023, but a thing to think about for 2024, HyperX Sports Arena, mm. the uh, new uh, catering manager, events planner manager, I think that's it, who she is. She's an events planning manager, emailed me yesterday and said, hey, we would love to have you back. Really? Uh, let us know what. Uh, let us know what you, you you'd like to do here. Yeah. But how cool would it be? Listen, I love the Plaza and I, I love Bernadette and all the stuff that they've done for us at the Plaza. But if we could do a stay at the Luxor, nobody has to drive anywhere, Uber, blah blah blah. It's all there in one place: restaurants, yeah. bars, all that stuff. Yeah. We do one TMS Vegas there. We do some big thing at the HyperX Sports Arena. That's not just a video game tournament, but also a live TMS. It sounds like
1: they'd be willing to. to to let us do something weird, you know? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'd be into that. Yeah, hell yeah. I was almost going to propose,
2: "Hey, can we do a Marvel Snap tournament there on the big screen?" Could why we? Not? Could we?
1: Why not? I mean, you could. <laughs> I don't know why you couldn't. I mean, by then it's the so PC cool. version will be out. So, Oh, no, yeah. no kidding. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. But uh anyway, so so to uh too, too short notice for us to do anything for 2023 plus. And you know, we've got the sand dollar right there at the yeah. plaza. I can't wait to hang out there with everybody, do our live show there.
1: Oh yeah. We're 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 good yeah. for this year. But yeah, I love that idea. Especially if they're willing to work with us and do something cool. And it isn't yeah, just sure. pay us five grand and rent it. That's all. Bye. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'm not saying they would, but maybe they, no, I think that is what it would be. I think it
2: would be probably something along those lines. I'll say, yeah, Yeah,
1: that's, that's possible. But if we work everything around it, it might work, right? It might work fine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If like, you know, the, the,
2: Prices and stuff like that. We can figure it out. Anyway. I I agree. And also. uh, The the, the thought train, the idea train rolling
1: uh, for us. That's right. All aboard, everybody. All aboard. That's right. Exactly. Next week a little bit. And also, obviously, after the first of the year, we'll be locking down uh, swag and ticket stuff for this year. So watch for that coming soon. Uh, We'll have more. More soon. All right. Yeah. It's going to be fun. All right. And Claire will be there. All right. <clears throat> let's get Amy Who's in. That? We gotta get Amy yes. in. Uh, apparently, so I'm um, uh let's see here. She I guess Chuck's having some surgery this morning. Yeah, yeah. What what is it? Do you know? Or I guess we're are we not uh, meant to know. I don't
2: We don't know. Yeah. Okay. All
1: right. It's okay that we don't know. I just worried because I didn't know it was happening. And she says, Hey, uh if I don't answer right away, just text me and let me know, and I'll step yeah, outside. Yeah,
2: she she asked me to just ping her in chat or ping her in text. Uh, oh, that's when good. we were getting ready to pull her in, so I did that while we were just wrapping up.
1: Okay, awesome. Uh, hopefully, he's good. Uh, whatever's going on, yeah, I didn't man. know there was. We'll
2: see if she wants to say any more than that.
1: A little back-to-back surgery going on here at the uh, the exactly. Red Fraggle House. Yeah. Let's see. No answer yet <laughs> at Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there she is. Hi. Is this you?
5: Hi, it's me. Oh, good. <laughs> is
2: this you? Is this you? <laughs>
1: I guess that's a weird way to do that. Uh it's uh it's Amy who stepped out into the hallway of some sort of medical establishment. Hi Amy, welcome back to the show.
5: Hi. I am doing well. How are you guys doing? Good today? Oh, Good.
1: Good. How's Chuck? Is he he's good? All good?
5: Yeah, he's fine. He's sitting back there in the prep area still. And um so I came like just scooting out and I thought, Oh, okay, cool, there's a in the waiting area there's like a A door to go outside right there And I thought oh this is cool I'll just pop right out there And then I'm standing in front of the door And I'm waiting for it to slide Hmm. And it doesn't work Uh And then the receptionist behind me says Yeah it doesn't work It's basically a big window And I was like, he's
2: okay, like you're, um, like you're uh, uh, just <laughs> invisible to this thing, invisible to its right. invisible eye. So, so exactly.
1: he's, uh, so there's a weird, weird to do back to back surgeries like this. Like you're just barely over your thing and now he's got to go right in there. Hopefully, it's nothing yeah. too serious. Yeah. yeah.
5: It, it is a little weird. It was like, you know, because I've kind of deferred to him on doing a bunch of stuff, like, you know, taking the dogs out and things like that and then now all of a sudden that's gonna be my job uh, he's gonna to defer to me so it's yeah, a little bit sure. it's a little bit wonky but
2: yeah you guys really who scheduled those first he did oh oh, oh yes yeah. 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 so
5: mine was going originally going to happen like probably the first of next year like maybe February or so well, um wow. but then they had a cancellation and they said hey we can do oh. it on December 5th and I said yes
2: Gotcha,
1: okay. Somebody's yeah, somebody's somebody's yeah. uh, uh, uterus had to wait a little longer. That's all.
5: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't ripe or something. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. You gotta. You right can't pick exactly them before up.
1: they're ready. Absolutely. <laughs> Not fully baked. Yeah. Exactly. Stick a <laughs>
2: toothpick in. It. If it
1: doesn't come out clean, then it's gotta go back in. Yeah. You use one of those right. turkey turkey popper things. You stick in there, and it's uh, it'll tell you.
5: Yeah. You know that exactly. Just like when your belly button pops out. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's you done. Know, it's that's done. when
1: you know. Exactly. Uh, well, it's good to have you here. We're gonna do a read this with Amy anyway. We were supposed to open some gifts Amy sent but mine is still under a giant pile of unsorted mail at my PO box and I don't know what's going on over there. I got to I'm going over there today to see what's going on. Worst um, PO box ever if you ask me. I agree. I don't know if they just got overwhelmed or they they're a little mom and pop kind of run franchise and I don't know if they just got overwhelmed this year. I don't know what's going on. That's why I got to go over there and no. see what's up because yeah. they definitely got the package. It's just they don't have it to hand to me and I don't know why that is. So we figured we'd do this today anyway and then yeah. next week uh, Monday, if it's here, we'll pull Amy in for a quick gift, uh, exchange opening deal.
5: Exactly. Yeah, yes. yeah, we'll get a, get a bonus little, little bit of me.
1: Yeah. A and bit of bonus good. you yep, bonus <laughs> you. Uh, excellent. Well, let's get to, uh, the read this for the week. Um, you sent me a clip here. Do you, uh, do you want to set this up before I play it?
5: Sure. Um, so this is a very timely seasonal classic of a thing and, um, that most people I don't think have or red, hmm. um, cool. and but okay. but it's still uh, amazingly charming and and timely. So that's what I'll say about it.
1: Okay, all right. Well, here is the clip.
6: Wings, Mr. Santa Claus. I need new wings, not fancy wings, just plain Jane, low rent, barely bent, homegrown, bare bone, off the shelf, two part Kmart, no frills flappers. They would be an improvement over my own. As your record should show, I am a bird. Specifically, a penguin. An embarrassing accident of birth, for which I do not blame my mother. I prefer to blame...
1: Congress. Wow. I don't know uh, what this is.
2: It's Fight Club, right? I think it's Fight Club. The <laughs> penguin was the giveaway right there.
5: Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, the the audio clip was actually taken from the animated uh, TV special that they did for the book by Berkeley Breathed. Who, if oh. that name sounds familiar, it's uh, you know Bloom County. Sure. Yeah. Is that an Opus? There? That was Opus the penguin. <laughs> really. Okay. And the, the name of it is A Wish for Wings That Work. And
2: Oh wow, okay. This is old. Yeah, this is Yes. Yeah. It
5: is. Yeah. It's very old. And in fact I, I apologize to everyone a little bit because it's actually out of print. Hmm. Um but you can still get it. You know, you can yeah.
1: if you know the right but, source um, you can get anything today.
5: It, exactly. And yeah. it's it is lovely and charming <laughs> and it's fun to it's a fun thing to consume with your kids. And the audio there, like I said, is from the animated special. And I had no idea there a, was an animated
1: special I didn't special. either. Never heard of that. Oh,
5: yeah. yeah I had never heard of it either and Chuck has the D V D and we watch it every year. And it's huh. Robin Williams is in it.
1: Oh, that's cool! It's really.
5: He's oh, telling me yeah. he does
1: Bill the cat. Yeah.
5: No, like Bill the Cat actually doesn't really speak. Um, although I think Frank Welker probably does some
2: <laughs> voice for cat. him. All that, all little. the, all Bill the Cat has to say is Act.
5: Ah, yeah. yeah,
3: that's
2: yeah. yeah.
5: He do, he does do some hacking up of things, but yeah, um, job. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like he's like a little small part in there and yeah, you can you can easily hear that it's robin williams when you when it gets to that point but (laughs) yeah it's bonkers i was like i've never heard this and i love it i absolutely love it and i mean if you google it you can find i mean people have put it up on youtube and not gotten a strike for it so you can you can literally go watch it on youtube it's adorable and charming and fun and everything you want in bloom county and uh yeah, so that's my my little recommendation for right here right before Christmas.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh that's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah. I love reading, it. I so you probably her... can find that on uh, YouTube and uh, at least the the animated thing I'm sure is on there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
5: And there are, you know, there if you go if you go to like Amazon or probably Barnes and Noble or, or some other bookseller, you can probably find well. used copies of the book as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I mean, like I say, it's, it's everything you want from a, a Berkeley Bretton, uh, property, you know, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so Yeah, mm-hmm. I just noticed Icor has the link. So I've, I've oh, pinned, it to, right uh, pinned it to the chat for those in Twitch and you can grab that for the next 10 minutes or so. It'll just be up there. Cool. Start to use this cool new pin feature. Um, Well, that's awesome, and uh, I didn't even know it existed. Neither did Brian. I I don't know why. I'd never heard of this. I feel like it's. uh, I mean, how long? How old is this? Let's see, ninety-one.
5: Yeah, I mean, it's old. It's like it's in. You know, I mean, obviously it was (laughs) when Robin Williams was still with us. Yeah. And and we don't even have the Blu-ray of it. We have the DVD, so we have to. It has. You know, when we watch it, it looks crappy, but. Yeah, I it's, wonder.
1: But we still love it. <laughs> I wonder if it's like, um. I don't know. What this reminds me of kind of like that. All of the other reindeer.
2: Oh yeah, movie. It's funny
7: because that oh, just came yeah. up in
2: trivia the other night. Oh, did it?
1: That's a great yeah. little movie.
2: We had to. Is it? Yeah. Uh, we it we came up like what what Christmas film features uh, Drew Barrymore doing the voice of the title of character and one of the people, the the Jeopardy winner in our group, the Jeopardy and uh, who wants to be a millionaire yeah. contestant in our group said, I think that's All of the Other Reindeer. And we're, oh, as a she said, as a Jack Russell Terrier. The 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 clue or the question was oh right she said, "Oh, i think oh, that's all gosh. of the other reindeer and i said no that's that's some that's this is about a reindeer yeah lori yeah. come on yeah sure <laughs> <You're> right <laughs> exactly what it was and fortunately she she corrected me and said no i'm pretty sure this is what it
1: is oh no, good i'm glad she <laughs> prevailed it's a it's yeah. a very cool movie and it reminds me of this in the sense that it's so obscure now no hardly anybody's heard of it mm-hmm. and when, i
5: didn't know about it either oh you should I, see it it's i hadn't wonderful. heard of it yeah. Wonderful thing, well, it's hard, did, but it's we hard did a to little find. Marathon of, of Christmasy watching last night, and I, I finally got around to watching Klaus.
1: Oh, that's great!
2: Oh, I really so need to see good. that.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's
2: so that thing's on it's perpetual replay stunning. at my
1: uh, at Van's house. They just watch it all the time, they love it. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. See, I can't even find all of the other reindeer on even just watch, like it's oh, like it really? doesn't exist. I know it does. It's on IMDb, of course. Um, yeah, but it's like this in that nobody yeah, can get sure it. Enough, so not even a mention of it. Huh? Yeah, which is why yeah, I love like this you, kind it's of kinda,
5: stuff. It's yeah. kind of weird. Like I tried because I tried to see. I thought Chuck said we had a copy of the book, but unfortunately, no. We have like we have the last oak, but we don't have uh, wish for wings that work. Mm-hmm. And um, and so then I went on Amazon to see. I was like, okay, maybe I can get like a PDF copy or of it or something, so that I at least you know, have the book to be talking about it. Nope. Can't right. find it. But, wow. I mean, like I say, you can order it used, but it would be here sometime next month. You know? Oh, sure. And I wanted right. to talk about it for Christmas.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, perfect. I forgot to mention, that's a Matt Groening joint, the All of the Other Reindeer. It was a... Uh, oh, wow. He, he produced okay. it, and I think wrote it. Well, let's see. He, uh... Really? Uh, <clears throat> let's see. I guess he just produ- executive produced it, but, you know... That's that's cool. And it's got a bunch of people from from The Simpsons on it, like Dan Cass Lynette is in it. Joe Joey Pants is in it, Brian. He's ah, great. Love Joey Pants. Peter McNichol, Joey Pants. Edward Ed Asner, Tim Meadows, Jay Moore, Michael Stipe. Michael Stipe.
5: Michael Stipe. <laughs> Michael Stipe. Yeah. yeah. It's random.
1: David Herman, Dietrich Bader. It's awesome. Get I, I hate that. I'm not trying to hijack your thing, I promise. But it just made me realize or remind me how awesome all of the other Ranger is. It's really good.
5: No, no, no. That's great. I that's that's why I love this segment, man. I mean, hi, I'm familiar with y'all. I listen to film sack. I, y'all yeah. talk about movie like this. I think this is also part of why, not because you've done so many movies, although that's part of it. Yeah. But yeah. also because you guys talk about like con like sixteen movies in one episode yep. because you're going off on tangents and it's great. Yeah. That's what makes all that's that's yeah, that's people the sauce. people like that's
1: the, the what is it the spice of the soup the spice right of the soup that's- the sauce of the of the of the monkey or the I don't know I don't know yeah. what to call it um, <laughs> I didn't know this so I, I guess this this uh, all of the other rangers based on a book so I didn't know that but anyway it's a uh, it's rad and also it's all entirely on YouTube uh, Icor found you said,
2: it based on the book but also like sponsored by Target or some somebody Coles or something like that wasn't Oh it really, really? <laughs> Yeah no, I, I want to say there was like a uh, some sort of retail
1: uh connection with uh all of the other reindeer yeah, oh i bet
5: st- the year it came out there was tons of merch i oh, think yeah. so
1: yeah very strange art style too i love it i, I love that that's yeah. cool totally worth seeing if you get a minute and uh also it sounds like this is too uh i'll you know what we should put both those links those youtube links in um
2: oh quick, quick tms quick tms uh, yeah
1: just like yeah. the one for uh Hers and then this olive one. I yes, think it'd be good.
2: I will do that right now because it's, <coughs> yeah, it's a, it is a read, read this uh, segment. And I forgot to do that. So, yeah, thanks well, for the reminder. I'll just, have been doing it the last couple Thursdays. So, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. I keep hearing that. Uh, animated Scrooge that's the new one on Netflix the Netflix original one that just came out on Dece- in December Benicio um, Del Toro or, or uh, Guillermo Del Toro's oh uh, man is he doing everything now? I'd love that oh, would that be great, great. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christmas <He's laughs> Carol Luke Evans as Ebenezer this Scrooge this is my
2: story of Christmas Carol it is a <laughs> <laughs> ghost come and kill Scrooge and dismember him and use his
1: body parts for tinsel. That's right. Oh, oh too, well, much hassle. Listen, listen, <laughs> too much
5: asshole. You want coal? Too much
1: asshole. Listen to this. <laughs> Olivia Coleman plays the Ghost of Christmas Past. Oh, Ooh.
2: really? I'll yeah. See.
1: Okay. See. I might have to watch she that. She can do
2: no wrong.
1: Uh, that's true. Uh, well, all right. This is great. Uh, I, everybody, go check that stuff out. In the meantime, uh, follow Amy wherever you find her. Red Fraggle Three, and also, I hope Chuck uh, gets through whatever this is quickly, and everything's okay. Yeah.
5: And yeah In- I think he will. It's like I say. It's a. It's just a thing that's been a nuisance for him for a while, and gotcha. um, Look, particularly n- as somebody who rides a bike.
1: I'm I was going to say, nobody oh, gotcha. Nobody should have okay. to live their whole life with three testicles. I'm telling you, three <laughs> is enough. So Chuck no, finally you... deciding to remove that third middle one, not a problem. He should do it.
5: Okay, so now you, you said the thing, so now I have to gotta yeah. kind of tell you. It's, know, it's 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 not, like... He doesn't have a third testicle, but what is being removed is he has a large cyst on his right testicle oh. and that's what you oh. kind of removed. Oh.
1: oh well then i was close <laughs> i was right in the zone there you were fair.
5: pretty you were pretty close <laughs> there yeah. Right.
1: In the zone. yeah yeah well no that's good i I'm... did
5: get permission from him to say that yeah. by the way yeah, i okay. asked him this morning i was like how much or little do you want me to share on the show and he's like uh oh, whatever's funny and i said okay cool
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's our rule around here whatever's funny yeah yeah, yes. so yeah. About...
2: never get uh, never never go out of style as far as a uh, comedy Well I hope
5: I hope Yeah, and uh, as a as a cyclist, you can imagine that if you have a large cyst right there trying to ride your bike for like fifty miles, Mm. not fun.
1: No. No, not fun at all. Definitely not. I'm trying to think of any Uh, any... I already have
2: to swing those over my shoulder just to ride a bike, (laughs) let alone a cyst on them.
1: Like a continental soldier, is that what you do?
5: that's exactly right fantastic that's what i was thinking
1: uh well tell him tell him quick recovery i hope it goes easy and well that he's not i don't want him to be awake during it because it'd be like you know burning and all that you don't want that
5: oh no 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 he's he's gonna be under general that's why i'm hanging out here all
1: right that's good um but he'll he'll do fine and uh merry christmas to him and you and we will see you hopefully on monday with a package opening
5: cool cool all right <gasps> bye hope. amy Jeez.
1: i know right stupid freaking i'm opening box. mine
2: either way basically
1: i should have done what i should have done is just given her my home address because <clears throat> she doesn't need to go through that it's there. almost like you don't trust her or something though. i know like i had i known i would have absolutely done that but i just i haven't had this problem before and i i have to think this is some christmas thing i don't know because that place yeah. is on fire right now. Apparently, it's just oh, so... I'm
2: sure, I'm sure it's just that they you know mom and pop place. Oh, what are we doing? We got all these boxes here. What are we um, gonna just do? All of a sudden, I'm done nuts. Oh no. Andy, Andy, Andy! What am I doing with all these boxes? <laughs> Jack Tripper's got four girls in there. I just know it. <laughs> I'm gonna go down to the wrinkle Beagle. I'm gonna catch
1: him this time. <laughs> Is that the name of the place? The Regal Beagle? Yeah, That's was the Regal Beagle. Oh yeah. my gosh, I love that. All right, it's time for the news. <laughs> uh, it's time for the news, and it's brought to you by...
2: Brought to you by Coverville. Yes, we are doing the Coverville Countdown. Counting down the 40 greatest covers of 2022. Uh, culled together from... Over 350, uh, over 360 different cover songs that came out this year that, that I have in my list, let alone the stuff that I don't have in my list. Uh, but guess what? This takes a little bit longer than I expected when I'm not able to uh, sit in front of my computer for long periods of time because of the sciatica. So, episode one won't be today, but it will be tomorrow or Saturday. Uh, which is good because I think Scott's gonna have plenty of content for you to watch today between uh, core and uh, uh play retro. Yeah, right? we
1: got a lot tonight. Play, play retro at two thirty, core at five. There's so plenty of content tonight. Trust me.
2: Yeah, it would have. Right. It wouldn't have. would have. People would have been, <clears throat> been struggling to like, oh, do I watch? Do I listen to the cover of the countdown? Do I listen to play retro? So now they don't have to worry about that, no. and they get extra code. Uh, code. They get extra content tomorrow.
1: Uh, you want the extra code? code? I give you an extra code. You need it? Yeah. I give you code. It's
2: like combining core and Coverville and <laughs> something. You want the code? I give you code. You no. want the code?
1: Chuck's chode. Yeah. All those things together. <laughs> chode, right, exactly. Yeah, That's great. Uh, I always look forward to the countdown, so uh, watch for that, everybody. Uh, a couple quick stories and here.
2: without a uh, Disturb song
1: this year, I don't know what's going to be in the top five. Oh, I, don't, I really don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I'd there is no disturbed song this year. No
2: disturbed cover. They put out an entire. They put out an album this year. Didn't put a now cover it's on like it. The first one in a long time, and no cover on it.
1: Yeah, I have uh, I have a renewed uh, respect for the singer. He's like, um, he does a TikTok channel where he answers emails. Seems like a really <laughs> nice guy. <laughs> really, that's yeah, cool. Like a legit dude who's just like talking to fans. Seems, I'm going seems... to answer another email. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha. Or whatever he'll say. Right, exactly. Uh, here is your news story to start with. Edie Falco, famous for being uh, Tony Soprano's wife,
2: Carmela, Carmela, eh,
1: Gubba ghoul and all that.
2: Oh, it's about a big oh, Carmela.
1: She was also a nurse Jackie and a million other things, and she's always uh, a favorite. People of right, her and give yes. her Emmys, shower her with Emmys every time she does anything. Well, anyway, she's in Avatar too, and oh, uh, the, really? the way of the water. Okay. Yeah, and uh, apparently she saw she shot. Avatar 2 so long ago, her parts in it, sure. yeah. that she thought it already got released and flopped.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't see anything about it uh, in the newspaper, so it must have flopped. <laughs> yeah, she just didn't
1: read a thing about it, but it turns out it came out just now and is doing really well, Edie. Uh, but this is oh, a nice little great. surprise. says, so One of the more delightful surprises in Avatar The Way of the Water is that when Edie Falco pops up as General Francis Ardmore, a new yeah. military commander on Pandora, Thanks,
2: thanks, thanks, Variety. Now, that's not one of the more delightful surprises for anybody else. Oh,
1: yeah, that's true. Well Variety <laughs> yeah. just spoiled it. Those jerks. Yeah, exactly. I thanks. didn't even realize that as I was reading it. Um, it says, uh, she makes... Uh, let's see. Uh, she's on a mission to make Pandora hus- uh, hospitable for the human race, as Earth is dying and the human population will soon need a permanent home. Falco is not prominently featured in any marketing material, so you'd be forgiven for not knowing that the four-time Emmy winner was playing a crucial role in the Avatar franchise. Uh... She herself didn't even know when the release plans were during a release or an interview with ABC's The View. It's with all those ladies on the View, yeah.
2: Whoopi and uh, Joy Behar, and then uh, the, the the revolving door of the two other chairs. Yeah, those something.
1: other chairs that are always somebody new. But it's just yeah. it's just full of ladies. That place. Uh, ladies. <clears throat> Falco revealed she shot her scenes in Avatar: The Way of the Water over four years ago. Wow! So much time went by between that. and and it's released that she simply assumed the movie opened in theaters already and didn't perform very well which is probably what a lot of actors do once they're done they're done it's like move on exactly they're not, yeah, exactly. yeah. not going to sit around waiting for releases and stuff yeah. like that maybe for yeah. maybe premieres but if you're a smaller part maybe you don't I don't if know if
2: you're a smaller part probably not right like you yeah. know I mean I'm sure uh, Bill Murray in uh, what is he he's in uh, uh, Quantumania
1: oh yeah He's in the trailer yeah. for
2: that I'm sure it's like Come in, do his stuff And then just get out basically. Yeah, and he probably
1: did that A year or two ago Yeah And I exactly. doubt he's paying any attention But who knows says, Oh uh, god We're just a little over a
2: month away from that I know God, I'm so excited I'm That's so excited So little time for you To finally watch Ant-Man and the Wasp I'm gonna wow. carve
1: out 90 minutes During between Well, two hours Whatever it is Between now and then yeah. and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be ready, Brian Ready Okay
2: If we have to We could watch it as a couch party I'm just saying Maybe we should God,
1: I'm not saying we shouldn't. I'm saying maybe we yeah. should. Maybe you we know should. what else we should do? Or or what? Well, okay, so I guess Top Gun hits today. Is the Top Gun yeah. Maverick deal? Yeah. I need to finally see if that was all the hype was was real, cuz people lost their minds about that movie last year. And it's yeah. the second, or no, did it did it beat Avengers Endgame finally? I think it oh, might. Oh, I have. don't know, did it? I think it might be the highest think. grossing, if not it's the second highest grossing film of all time.
2: Oh, wow. And people uh, loved
1: it. Like raving about that damn thing.
2: Um, you know, I can tell you, uh it's it's um it's the Force Awakens to a new hope.
1: Okay. Interesting. Yes. In that it's just like, hey, we're gonna do a lot of that template again? Pretty much. Okay. Yes. okay. So but but Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think how to justify that. Yeah, I don't know if I can. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm just now. I'm just overly curious because everybody was losing their minds. Like right now, I, yeah, here's, I don't, uh... here's the top list. Let me just make sure I have this right. Yeah. Uh... Oh wait, that's not correct. <laughs> okay, here it is. Uh, Avatar. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Avatar two two point eight four seven billion for Avatar two thousand nine. Yep. Okay. Uh, two point seven nine eight billion for Endgame. So it's sure. still there. Yep, Titanic's still there at 2.202. So where's this new one? Oh, they don't have it on this list. Hold on.
2: Oh, new one is number 11, I can tell you. I've got the full top 20. Oh, top yeah, 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 yeah. You're right.
1: There, there yep. it is, number 11. Yep, number um,
2: 11, 1.4 million. Uh, yeah, it's, let's it's see. all
1: right. It's all right. It's a lot of hype. Right. I mean, that's a big position for any movie to be in, you know?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I wouldn't even call it my uh, one of my ten favorite movies I saw this year. Wow, it was it was all
1: right, but okay. it was but not even in your, in your top ten. Not
2: even my top ten.
1: Not even hot, right. hot dudes playing volleyball with their shirts off. That didn't do it for you.
2: Oh, this time it's soccer.
1: Oh, Scott.
2: After the, the 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 template, uh, they had to change that pit of the template for you know for this movie.
1: Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, you never know what's going to happen.
2: Yeah, you when know. you first see Goose's, uh, its official cover bill doesn't like fun. <laughs> no, shut up, shut up, Wes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait. So, because so, you got uh, you got Goose Junior right with the mustache. Yeah. In there.
2: And when you get when it, his introduction is like, oh God, really, really, this is how you, this is how we get introduced to Goose's son. Really. Uh, Win uh, everything everywhere all at once would probably be in it would be in my top ten maybe like uh eight seven or eight probably RRR would be in there maybe mid middle of the top ten uh what's
1: your number one right now
2: ah see I don't know I'd have to really give it some thought
1: uh it's hard for me yeah. too. I can't think of one right all I can think about is barbarian because I loved it so much but
2: oh barbarian was really good yeah, yeah glass onion comes out tomorrow can't wait to see that
1: yeah you get the glass onion I have a feeling uh, that I'm going to really like Del Toro's Pinocchio, but I gotta wait for Carter to get home. I promised her. Ah, uh, sweet. Well, we tried to watch it remotely, but her yeah. internet sucked, and uh, so we, sure. we couldn't do it. So
2: yeah, I can I can tell you that uh, Black Adam, which I finished last night, is nowhere in my top ten, twenty, thirty, or forty, or fifty, or sixty, or anywhere.
1: Damn that high!
2: Oh <laughs> <laughs> God, it was uh...
1: <clears throat> pretty bad. Yeah, a. Eh?
2: Yeah, and, and, and not because of the rock. The rock was what made that enjoyable. You can but, smell uh, what he's cooking in that. You can you can you can smell it, see it, taste it. Uh yeah.
1: and you're and you're kinda yeah. okay with what you're smelling and tasting. It's okay.
2: I'm okay with what I'm smelling and I'm kind of like, Oh, you know, I guess it would have been nice to have a, a a sequel, you know, a
1: a uh Well he claims James Gunn promised him that we're not done with Black Adam, so whatever that means.
2: Okay, well, we might not be done with Black Adam, but I we think we're done with the Rock. Yeah, I think it's the same. We're not done with Superman, but we're done with Henry Curl.
1: Well, he, ca- yeah, that's true. But he claims he claims that he was told by ja- or by James Gunn that he promised he he meaning the Rock would be back. Sure, but they Are didn't we- know when. So, so
2: here is the question: because Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, and uh, Peacemaker, the spinoff show, were, uh were james Gunn deals
1: they were james Gunn deals
2: are they going to be part of this reboot um that we get
1: for uh uh for dc for the dcu i would guess if i had to guess they're gonna be like iron man in that that was the first stab at the new the new idea and then okay. they'll just so keep it will be, them around. It'll be
2: part of the... I mean, I don't have confirmation idea. on
1: that. I'm just guessing here because they yeah. were both very yeah. successful, both critically yeah. and audience wise. I have a feeling they'd keep that. I'd be surprised. I'll put it that way. If they didn't, yeah. if they just said, ah, that's all done, I would be shocked by that.
7: Really? And I'm also not hundred
1: okay. percent sure that they'll, they're going to redo or toss uh, Shazam. Cause I think Shazam worked too. Um, it was MCU yeah, I itself. So. I think
2: so too. It's, you know, uh, I think Suicide the Suicide Squad is is probably my favorite of the DC. I love that movie. Shazam
1: is No, yeah, it was great.
2: Shazam is up there. I uh, love the
1: 2021 Batman. I really enjoyed that.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was that but this year? Say, no, last year. Is that year. lore?
1: I don't know. I don't know.
2: Cuz it's, it's so it's so separate from everything I know we do get a freaking Bruce Wayne and the in the alley with the pearls dropping and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. I really uh, liked so, it. So I, I hope that, I hope that they're not done with that yet. But we'll see. Yeah. I hope so too. Not
2: By the way, pays. I would put, uh, Prey and Nope somewhere in my top, certainly my top 20, maybe not top 10, but Prey, "Pray" maybe would make it in my top 10. I thought that was really good. Obviously. Oh,
1: Prey's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I was like, Thor, Love,
2: and Thunder.
1: Still haven't seen it.
2: Uh, that didn't
1: do that well, did it? It's okay, right? It was okay.
2: Yeah. Again, uh, I think <clears throat> I think uh, Wakanda Forever would be higher for me than uh, than Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah, and Doctor Strange.
1: The movie I'm blown away by. I'm not surprised that things like you know Glass Engine are getting really good reviews. Um, yeah. Just need living movie. It's, it's Oscar era time, right? So you expect big yeah. movies that are really watch. well made. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. what I'm surprised by what came out of left field for me is this Puss in Boots sequel.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Is currently at ninety six percent of Rotten Tomatoes, ninety five percent audience score, and everything I read is just like a glowing how? can't believe how great this is thing. I'm like, Are you kidding? A Shrek spin off sequel? Right, exactly. Yes. How is this even possible? But apparently yeah, it's I like rad. So yeah, kind of want to see it now. Yeah. Got your Antonio Banderas, your Selma Hayek, your Olivia Coleman. There she is again. There she is again. Yeah, Harvey she... Gillian from uh, from what we do in the shadows, and then she's other people got, I don't uh, know. Yeah, she's got a good agent. That uh,
2: Olivia Coleman.
1: Yep. She's uh, in, her, in her stove fortune, just helps pay for it all, you know, all those Coleman right. stoves that they sell. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, my sister Wendy will join us, and uh, we're going to tackle an email from a listener that is an interesting one, uh, and we'll get to all yeah. that in a minute, but before we do, a song break with Brian Ibott.
2: Right on. Yeah, we got to listen to a song by Jake Thistle. Thistle. Uh, as in, this'll really uh, entertain
1: you. Ah, I nice. Know. I like it. Uh,
2: uh, yeah. Uh, he, uh, fr- uh, fr- let's see, where is this? This is, he's an instrumentalist, uh, but he's got mesmerizing, as, as they put here, mesmerizing stage pres- presence, a buttery rasp, insightful lyrics, and superb instrumentation. Jake Thistle is poised to become, of ex- uh, become one of next year's rising stars. So, those of you who say, hey Brian you don't play enough uh, like country and, and you know my feelings on country I'm not mm-hmm. a big fan of new country music mm-hmm. uh kind of don't like it with the exception of folks like Sturgill Simpson and uh and Bluegrass and stuff like that this I like this I like a lot uh this is Jake Thistle brand new single is called Ghosted Road enjoy it here's Jake Thistle
4: I'm staring down the barrel of this town And I try, but I can't see the end of the road that leads out And I remember how you cried when you saw me ride right away No! See what you'd think if I did fat, Uh...
1: scrolling if you hate taking medications. The Morning Stream, the most amazing tale ever. And we're back. Tell me who that was again.
2: That was Jake Thistle, Scott. A brand new single that he released called Ghosted Road. Uh, Check it out today.
1: Nice. Nice. Ghosted Road. Something Ghosted. familiar about that name. I don't know why. Mad Ghosted Road. Jake
2: Ghosted Road.
1: Very nice. It's actually a cool name. <laughs> I like that a lot.
2: Jake Thistle? Yeah. Or yeah, the subtitle Ghosted Road. Yeah. yeah. I have to show the mad Max sign
1: even though it was it was exactly. It was the mad it was name. a loose reference. It was a very um, loose.
2: I did, I did I did refer to it, so <clears throat>
1: totally fine. It's usually me, so it's nice actually to have somebody else do it. Once in a while. <laughs> sure. Hi, uh, this is Scott. Butting in in post show to add a warning here for listeners to know that the discussion with Wendy today is all about suicide and suicide prevention, and also how uh, to better help people who may be or may not be suicidal. So, trigger warning. Uh, that's what you're about to get. And it was a very, very good uh, conversation and discussion, but we wanted to make sure to put this warning here. Enjoy. Uh, all right. Let's get this here thing going right here. Everyone knows it's, windy. it's my sister, Wendy, a professional therapist who comes on the show every Thursday and helps you with your problems and does it out of the goodness of her heart. Hello, Wendy. Hey. Hey, hey how's it going? Hello. Good. Hey, I uh, wanted to give you a follow up. You know, the, the Ukrainian refugee people we were doing the whole yeah. thing for? Uh, went over there, talked to them, had a, a good time. Uh, met the they had some kids uh, one of them super into video games so we had a big long chat and he had this amazing accent and I could listen to that kid talk all day oh, and uh, anyway they were really grateful and really nice and they wanted me to pass it on to everybody who helped which you're one of them uh, so uh, thanks for that it went great oh, and uh, yeah it was good the Ukrainians, man. They're cool. The one I was telling Brian, the one almost wore a tracksuit. It was more like a sweatsuit. <laughs> but it was almost a tracksuit. The stereotype was real, man. It was great. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <clears throat> it was amazing. So anyway, cute. uh, it's good to have you back. As we hurtle towards Christmas, we thought we'd uh throw an email at you. Are you, are you ready for this thing? Yeah,
7: it's really like heartwarming and lovely. <laughs> it yeah, truly
1: right, is. Exactly. Uh, well, the true spirit of Christmas. Uh I don't know. It just it, it struck me as something that would be not only interesting to talk about, but I, I wonder how many times we we all see something like this and don't know it, for you sure. know, or pass by yeah. and not, not know. But anyway, I'll get to it so that it makes sense to people. This is from somebody we're going to call Random Guy. He so hello, Scott, Brian, and Wendy. I have a question for Wendy. How can someone tell if a stranger is suicidal? The reason I ask is that the other night I could have prevented one, but didn't know I could have prevented it at the time. It was 11 p.m. or about, and I was getting ready for bed. I hear a crash of some kind, a flash of lights through my blinds, and the power goes out. I open my front door to investigate, and there is a large pickup that drove up to the guidelines of the pole uh, that has a street light. The power comes back on, and I see, uh, or sorry, and the guy is out of his truck looking at what he did. I call out to him, but he doesn't answer. I put on my shoes and I walk out. He has now gotten back into the truck and is spinning his tires, trying to back out. All he is doing is starting to splinter the pole. As I walk up, another guy walks up, and we go and talk to him. I look under the truck while the other guy talks to what is clearly a drunk kid in his early 20s. He gets back into the truck and starts spinning his tires again. The door is open, and I tell him to stop. He is going to pull the pole out, and it's going to knock out our power. Uh, he's He is sorry and says how, uh, says that how he messed up. Uh, let's see. We tell him, yes, it is a mistake, but it's okay. You'll get through it. And, uh, he said he was just somewhere he shouldn't have been. We say we haven't, uh, we have all been there. Uh, just get out of the truck. He gets out, gets back in several times. By the time another guy comes up and says the police are on the way at this point, uh, we start trying to keep the guy from leaving the scene and not hurting himself or others. He is very apologetic and says he really screwed up and it's not, uh, and it's not recoverable. He gets back into the truck, closes the door and starts to try to back up again. I open the door and he says to please just move away. I ask him to just turn off the truck. He does and then turns it back on. I try to reach for the keys, but it's too far for me without climbing in. Uh, before he can put it in gear, I take his arm and pull him out of the truck. He is mostly out before he grabs hold and starts resisting. Uh, the original guy that walked up and, uh, with us puts him in a chokehold and we carefully lay him down on the, on the road and talk to him after releasing him. The third guy takes the keys. Uh, after a bit, he gets up and moves away from us down the street. Uh, that is just a loop that will come back to us. We figure he can't go anywhere. It backs, uh, sorry, it backs up to some woods with a Creek. It's been raining and that area is a swamp right now. We will just come back or he will just come back to us. What we don't know is that he lives on the far side. The police come tell our, we tell our tale. We see the guy at the end of the street, walking to the park and point him out to the police. They go after him and he runs. He says, this is how it ended. He stopped by his condo when we walked away or his, yeah, his condo when we walked away. His girlfriend who lives there told police he grabbed his gun and left. Then the police chased him. Uh, he fired a shot. Huge manhunt ensues. Sirens, helicopter, police with rifles uh, and chambered, he says. It is now a shit show. It's very late now. And the police take our statements and tell us the kid shot himself in the head and died. Uh, we knew the kid was scared and tried to calm him down. He was very apologetic and polite. In hindsight, we wish we would have detained him but didn't know he was so, uh, so scared that shooting himself was his only way out or best way out. We all felt like shit. Uh, we could have stopped that kid from doing that. Just a waste. He seemed like a decent kid who was driving drunk. How do you know? Thanks, says random guy. So that's a gnarly experience. Yeah. Um, and... You, you know, it's easy just to say, well, how would you guys know? Of course you wouldn't know. It's not your fault. And it isn't their fault. I mean, they, right. they tried to do what they could do, but well, what do you say to someone like this? Who's cause it'll haunt them a bit, you know, yeah. probably is now and will for the foreseeable future. They will think of it. And if, if, you know, experiences, anything to be looked at, whenever you see something kind of uh harsh or shocking, I always think of that guy, the dead body they pulled out of the river when we were, kids and me seeing that when the flooding was happening. I, I still think about that when I see a river, every time I see a river, my brain goes dead naked guy getting pulled out of the river. Um, and it's always a negative experience as it should be. I think, I don't think it should ever be a positive one.
2: It's weird, right? Uh, <laughs> why? It's very strange. I, I can't I figure
1: it. out why, but, but anyway, um, so, so I guess everybody's probably got some version of that that they can, they can relate to here. Uh, what yeah. is what? What would you tell him if he was in your
7: uh, special chair? <laughs> well, one would be to pro- well. Let's start out what I would tell this person, and then we'll go into sort of suicide prevention and, and understanding certain factors about that. Um, but just sort of the overarching thing wa- is to process this with other people, right? Um, and you know, you got to tell the story, and you've you know. Gets support, right? So the hard thing about sometimes processing these difficult things is everyone might be tempted to say the same exact thing to you, which is, oh, it's not your fault, right? Rather than letting you get through saying the the course of of grieving or the shock, right? Like all of this is just, you're just like ready to go to bed. And then suddenly this whole evening unfolds and you know, that's a lot. And so just to be able to get it all out, I think is really important. So we're helping them do that a little bit here, but just that idea of finding some safe spaces to process this. And it sounds like there were other people there, maybe that live nearby that you might see again or something. Maybe there's some connecting to them, um, because you all went through this thing together too, right? There's mm-hmm. some connection to that. Um, so being very, very like very gentle with yourself in this sense of like when something traumatic happens in any degree of trauma um, you know, a lot of things snap into place, which tend to be how we were trained or taught or culturally molded into handling certain things. And then we have our own personalities that get involved and then we have our own, you know, kind of all that stuff. So it may be like, you know, someone just goes home and goes to sleep and, that's that for them (laughs) and then other people are needing to talk through it you know just kind of honor whatever you need and then also recognize if your tendency is to shut that all in that's probably a cultural norm or a family trait of like we don't talk about hard things or something but really processing is going to be hugely beneficial to move past trauma so scott actually let me ask this question when you saw a dead body get pulled out of a river Mm -hmm. did you get to process that with anybody
1: well, so I don't know if you know how, what happened that very day. Um, but the day started or that earlier that day I was up in that, uh, I think it was the same day I was up in that unfinished roof of, uh, Jimmy Jensen's new house yeah. with Jimmy. Um, and I'll never forget just that feeling of like, I'm I, I was just hanging out and talking about school and girls and cars and, and dumb stuff when you're 14 or 13, whatever I was. And then suddenly we're like, "Oh, what's going on down there?" I don't know. I see police. There's sirens. What's going on? Oh my gosh! They're pulling a body out, and then we get this full view of this thing. The way I processed it was, was I went home uh, late. It was later, is my memory. I laid down on the couch, and I think I was in shock Mm -hmm. because I woke up in like kind of a hysteria moment and barfed all over mom's ugly couch, just (laughs) yacked. And it was, this, but it was such an ugly couch that you probably couldn't tell that I barfed. (laughs) You
7: didn't know. No one knew.
1: Yeah. No one knew. Um, I cleaned it up pretty good, but anyway, I I horked all over the couch. I wasn't actually sick. It it definitely felt like nerves, you know, like Mm -hmm. I was just Mm -hmm. shot. And for a while I was just like cold and shaky and just, I think shock, honestly, like, Mm -hmm. like actual Mm -hmm. clinical Mm -hmm. shock, not, well, what a shocking event. I mean, like actual shock, you'd be. Yeah, diagnosed with or whatever, and um, mom was like, "You know, I remember. I remember mom and dad arguing about whether I should go to the hospital for this or not. They decided Mm -hmm. not to because I was like cogent at some point and was fine. But um, that was literally maybe the most processing I did (laughs) because I don't. I don't think I even really had like a deeper conversation after that. It's just always now been like a story I tell.
7: Yeah, uh, that a thing
1: that I saw. So I never really did. You know?
7: So you processed your stomach, and that was about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I processed okay. like a panic attack, or if that's what it yeah. even was. That may have been the first one I've ever experienced. Actually, now that I look back on it,
7: yeah. Um, so I don't know why yeah. you're like nervous, kid, or anything. No, it doesn't make sense <laughs> at, at all. Doesn't does make sense. No, oh, weird. Oh, oh, weird. How yeah. strange. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, okay. So the answer is no. You've never processed it. Okay, so it actually gives a good example of how vivid, like you can't see a river without having this memory. And everyone might be like, yeah, yeah, that's normal. Well, that's normal for your generation. (laughs) Um, Meaning like the, you know, mom and dad are like, wow, he's having a physical reaction. Maybe we get help for that. But often historically there has not been like, hey, something hard just happened in your life or you just saw something traumatic. Should we talk to someone about it or even talk to us talk through it and you know just even have the skill set to do that uh you know pretty rare probably yeah. around the 80s in your life um sure. and so we take that as you know it's not like you're the poster child for liquid trauma does long term but it does unprocessed trauma long term um has incredible effects on people and usually health effects right because it, it can act as a stress so let's we'll just play this up a little bigger let's say every time you past a river you had a panic attack mm-hmm. let's say you avoided ever going near rivers right um you know like you can see how this gets deeper and deeper and it at and uh you know can cause distress in ways that you know over a lifespan you know cause heart disease stuff like that um okay so so that being said right like This processing is my main advice, like having a free, safe place to go through that and not letting everyone just tell you it's not your fault because that's not how processing works. So everyone think in your mind, the last time someone came to you to vent something and you just, it was so hard not to just solve it or quickly try to make them feel better so you could feel better. This is very human to just be like, oh, you're seeing that weird. No, that's not what's happening. And every once in a while, that's what someone needs. They need to have someone talk through it with them and help them make sense. But most of the time, there is just a, it's like a biological requirement to process through something you've, you've seen. And so I should be clear about one thing. We have learned this is, you know, after, and I've talked about this before, but after natural disasters, you've got a lot of people who want to come and help or, you know, a large difficult, you know, school shooting or something like that. And, and so, you know, all these clinicians are like, let's go help. Right. So they would go. And what we have found is that trying to process while someone is still in shock, um, can actually deepen the trauma. And so you can't go deep then that's just triage processing or tr- triage presence sometimes that's why animals are the perfect therapists right yeah yeah. they don't make you have to dig or anything but there's a comfort and a grounding and a settling first so we've learned that for the most part so now you barfing and being in shock not the time for them to say how are you feeling (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's not
2: quite the time yeah
7: okay so just making that clear (laughs) and then you know maybe the next day might have been a time to talk about it just saying okay uh when you know better, you do better, right? That's yeah. that's what a generational difference is. But what we find is that um, sort of that processing and putting in order, people go through ranges of, of different emotions, and it just doesn't stick the way it sticks when it cannot be discussed. That's why trauma that is based in secrecy in any form is definitely the worst version. Um, and, you know, mm-hmm. sticks very deeply for people because it just – Screamed, it's not safe. It's not safe. It's not safe. And so your body's like, yeah, forever. Mm-hmm. I will not be safe. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess. And I never, okay. I never really stopped. I think I, I've never thought about this, but I've always, there have been plenty of rivers in my life since then. And it was always fine. That same river. Mm-hmm. I still, I still went swimming <laughs> in that little weird swimming hole off the bridge there. And, <laughs> and, um, mm-hmm. where we lived, I still did that years later. I still I don't know. fished a few times in rivers, went down a river, did a river trip with a big giant roaring river like that I never even I never connected that for some reason. I just connected we're pulling a dead human body out of a thing and it was never the river. It was this just this this body. And and the fact that and someone saying, "Oh, the the river was so rough and it was so deep it tore all of his clothes off." Like that I remember like just feeling like what would be worse? What's worse than drowning, drowning, and then them pulling you out of the river naked. Like as silly as that sounds, that's in my head is like insult to injury moment. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's one thing if you leave this mortal coil, it's another thing. If you're in your freaking bathing, you know, your, your birthday suit at age 35 or whatever the guy was. And I just could not get that out of my head. It was so weird. Yeah. Yeah.
7: Yeah. And, and trauma does a particular thing. Uh, especially sort of witnessing something. I mean, you notice when there's a car accident and everyone's rubbernecking and have slowing, I mean, slowing down and having to look, there is a, there is a piece of um, us that needs to see something uh, maybe to understand it and to not be that thing, right. To prevent that thing from happening to you.
3: Um,
7: It's a, it's a safety response. You know, visually that's one of our dominant senses as humans and, and so that's how we get in that information. So those images get burned in your brain, right? Like this naked 35-year-old pulled from a river is the image burned in your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because your whole system is designed to like never let that happen to you. Don't get in that car accident. Don't, you know. Um, and so it's, uh, and everyone's a little different in what they, they're they drawn to look at or not. But again, it's about prevention and safety and survival to some extent, right? Okay, so let's let's go to the emailer. So this is traumatic for them. I want them to process. Um, Clearly we we have a a situation where unless you are a trained first responding type clinician, you are not going to see this for what it became. You just, you just wouldn't see that. Um, And, and then should you even seek to find that out is, is what's questionable about this story for me is like, the things he would have had to say and do to find out if this kid was suicidal, I just don't know if anyone would do. like it's so out of the norm to be like, "Hi, I'm just watching a kid ran into a pole. He's drunk driving, like that's crappy. Let's you know, help you out and try to, you know, we're gonna get the police here. You're just you're just dad it, you know, like, how let'll just make this better and make sure everyone's ok. And you know, everyone brings whatever skill set to that moment is at that moment. and it's not. It's not going to be in anyone's mind, even probably a trained clinician, to be like, "Let me ask you the five questions to determine if you're going to take your life." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, those those things happen in a sequence that went out of the control of this person or whoever else was there to make any real difference with. And that's that's tricky. What they would have had to do is physically restrain this person, and that gets questionable
1: complicated yeah
7: like i I think
1: if you you know if you're 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 just sort of holding them down until somebody comes whether that's the cops or whoever you've called family whatever yeah that's one thing i suppose but it doesn't sound like this was that simple no and also they're not wanting to do that
7: but oh man putting yourself at risk and you have no idea yeah i mean it's 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 asking a lot of just a person about to go to bed to come out and you know, manage all of this. Right. Yeah. And that's what makes it, it's really hard because you can always second guess, well, I could have tried this or I could have done this. But if you really think about like, what would anyone do? Um, and I think, I think they did the thing that anyone could and should do, which was try to de-escalate any situation you know, the kid was going to run that pole over and then knock all the power out, and maybe really harm himself or others, right? Like, mm-hmm. so they were, you know, doing the thing they needed to do. And and then it takes off running. Mm-hmm. So are you going to chase the 20? I didn't, he didn't say how old he was.
1: No, he um, didn't say. The emailer he says kid, but that um, could be.
7: Well, they, they. No, they, no, said, the
1: emailer. The emailer. Oh, how old the emailer is? No, no, he yeah. did not
7: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're also 20 and. Super in shape, then go for it. But, you know, <laughs> it's maybe not what's always happening in life. And so you just don't, you just don't know. And, and that's really tricky. So, so I don't know if I would do anything differently or, or even advise anything differently because I think there's other risks we don't know. And that's kind of how stories work, right? One thing led to another thing, an unintentional consequence or whatnot. I don't, I don't know. Mm. Now, clearly, there there was way more going on than anyone there had any sense of, which, which gets to – and we can go back to the actual story if you would like to, but which gets to this bigger, broader conversation, though, about how do you spot typically someone you know well or care about who is having suicidal feelings mm-hmm. versus this quick five-minute interaction with someone who's clearly drunk so you wouldn't have a sense of – anything actually right Right. and and even in those circumstances so maybe first responders have you know there's training that's like you make sure you remove any way you know they're they're just built to think differently about those situations than regular people just trying to help out right right um but so let's just talk about that briefly with other people so i'm going to just ask you guys what you think is good conversation to have that's Helping prevent suicide.
1: Good conversation to have. Yeah,
7: like, how would anyone do this? And maybe you're at a coffee shop with a buddy. <laughs> like, we don't have to make it a drama <laughs> scene, you know? But like, mm. because is this like a normal question you guys ask all your friends? Like, well, are you killing suicide? Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. How are you doing these days? Yeah, I mean, it's you know the right. if you sense that and uh, without going into any details, uh, somebody that I texted with yesterday. Um, started expressing, you know, like uh, some, some depression issues and, and uh, uh, said something like, you know, it's a struggle, some mornings getting up. And uh, so I went into, I went into like, it's like a, like, you know, my my, my template for doing this, but uh, (laughs) you know, it's, it's obviously everything kind of gets amplified this time of year with, with uh, the holidays and kind of that for solitude of being inside because of the cold weather and, and seeing other people having these great holidays and no matter how good yours is, you kind of always look at the other people saying, seeing how theirs is. So you just, you've got to look at it in the perspective that this, this too shall pass, right? You'll, you'll uh, we all go through, uh, peaks and valleys as somebody in the tadpole said a few minutes ago, and this is just a Valley. You're going to be out of it. Don't Mm -hmm. worry. You've got to, uh, we're here to get you through that Valley. We love you. And, and, uh, and we're there for you. So you just gotta, you'll get, you'll, you'll make it through this Valley to the next peak.
7: Yes. And, and if you think about what friends can do, right. And this is where, you know, you, if you had a professional say to you in an assessment, like, Oh, you'll get over it. Like it'll happen. Yeah.
2: And, and certainly Very not different story. to phrase it like that, like, ah, shake it <laughs> off. You'll be fine. No, but, I know you're, not. I know you're but not. Yes. But I mean, definitely like a look, you know, we're, we're, uh, we're here for you to help you yes. get through this.
7: Yes. That's awesome. Right. And yeah. so, so let's actually differentiate what sure. you would do as a professional versus what you would do as a friend. So, As a friend, um, yeah, as a friend, you are like, I mean, clearly you're, you're not going to be like, all right, I'm going to ask you these six questions and I need to know all the truth and the answers, but you can, and here's what is is the challenge for everyone, including professionals is this is a very hard conversation to have. Sometimes it's really hard Yeah. to even bring up. Every one of us is scared of the word in some form, Right. And it, because what if the person says, yes, well then what do I do? You know? So it's a bit of the, you know, taboo is not the right word, but just like, it's such a difficult conversation to have. And so there's this thing called um, mental health first aid. You guys maybe heard that reference heard before. And it's a, a very in-depth training. Um, I, I know of someone who goes around Kansas, rural Kansas and teaches mental health first aid to farmers basically. Um, because it is such a it, it's such a cool job. On on one hand, because you are really going to a group of people who have, you know, historically maybe not had a lot of access to mental health training, and you know maybe you know talking about your feelings on a farm is not been the number one thing people do. Yeah. And so you're really giving this uh, group of folks a way to understand their own mental health as well as their coworkers and family members and loved ones. I mean, I don't you guys can all google the statistics but you know, it's something like twice the number of murders or deaths. I mean, the death rate and the the, the suicide rate and how it's increased dramatically in the last couple of years and definitely in the last 20 um it's it's a problem, right? And so everyone's trying to address it in every which way that they can. And so I wish what could happen though is mental health first aid was just taught in school and that it was just a, you know, all right, you're going to get your driver's license. Also you need this quick training on mental health first aid because really what we have found is a way to save a life is comes down to asking a couple hard questions and then getting, helping the person get help. So you don't have to be an expert. So I'm going to do this thing or I'm going to read you Sort of what a professional needs to do in order yeah. to assess. So you can just see how hard it well, is. And that on is day. that
2: should be the first thing. As a friend, is yeah. to not to say, oh, you need to go, you go talk to somebody. But it's like you need to. That is kind of where the direction needs to to go as a friend. Unless you're trained yeah. to do all this stuff, it should be, hey, let me help you find somebody who can do a better job of this than me. So. Yeah, let's yes. let's uh, let's let's talk yes. about the questions. But
7: I will be there for you, and I will help you get right. there. And like exactly. you, you know, that support is huge because a couple of mental things that are happening when folks are suicidal. We should have a warning on this show, by the way. Yeah, we probably we could, have could have done, done like that? a oh, yeah. thing
1: at the top right. or something.
7: Yeah. So here's your official warning. Yeah. <laughs> it's way too late. Sorry.
1: I'll go, I'll put um, it, I'll put it in post for the recorded one, which is how 90% okay. of yeah. people get it. So please yeah. do that. Yeah.
7: And let me just explain why you do that. Why is that important to have a warning when suicidal thinking, action, behavior is discussed? Is there is an interesting, unfortunate sort of contagion that can occur. Um, and it's it's very triggering. And a lot of people might be walking around kind of fighting a balance of wanting to be alive or not and so when you just talk about it it's like and so this is another reason why we're concerned to even bring up the topic because we don't want it to be happening um and so people will just kind of continue to suffer alone because it's not safe to talk about this topic so then when a show has it as you know part of the the drama or the whatever and they put warnings they do that because you know, if you're going to be triggered by this, you need to know that's coming and maybe avoid it altogether because it can push you into places, darker places in your brain that you didn't know, you know, were there. So that's why that's important. Um, okay. So, so let's just take someone comes into my office or, or is being referred to a, a hospital or someplace for an assessment. You know, you, you get really detailed, but one of the, probably the most important thing is that you are asking questions in a non-alarming matter-of-fact way. And so let's just talk about that for a moment. Hmm. So uh, pick a person in your life that if you said a particular thing to it would they just freak out automatically right like yeah, could be yeah. that your grandma we do not talk about that or you know there's just it's it's sort of built in the cultural norm that this is not something that can be talked about
2: There, there, they're yeah there are landmines that you just know mm-hmm. to stay away
3: from yes
7: mm-hmm. totally um and so you have that that happening for the most people are thinking or have some version of this with with suicide or have you know definitely prior to the last few years where we're, I think we're slightly more open to discussing it. But um, anyway, so you are afraid that your thinking is the, you're the only one. It is an incredibly isolating experience to have your brain take you to those places where you think everyone's better off without you. So in that brain state, the other person saying, you are thinking about what? I mean, you can imagine just yeah. how much harder you're going to make things if they have to now take care of your. They already have, feel like they can't tell you, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
2: So
7: that's yeah. why that's so important. Yeah. Now it's, they
2: have to. Now they have to spend time calming you down.
7: Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Treating and you, lying to you yeah. B- by right. lying to you. That's right. what they'll have to do, which makes yeah. them feel even more alone and unsafe, right? And I understand what I'm asking here, and and you know, obviously. Professionals train for this and have to work on it. Um, and one thing that has really helped me in this the whole process is knowing if they're talking to me, they are not harming themselves right that minute, right? Like, sure. they are not choosing suicide because they are actually in my office. They they drove there and could have taken their lives many times on the way. They didn't. They're in front of me. And that has yeah. that has helped me really calm down that part of me that's like, oh you know, because none of us want someone to die, right? Right, Everyone wants everyone to be okay and so it really can can really heighten that i got to do this right or I don't want to get sued, What you know, and there's all these thoughts that I think um, professionals have had for years with this and you work long enough you figure out some of this stuff but recognizing like you're there, you you need help is the safest place for them to be in that moment and so that has really helped me Um, but you have to get into the the sort of details to yeah. know how to help somebody. Yeah. Okay. So again, this is professionals. This is not your neighbor, but we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. So you would ask very specifically sort of, are you having suicidal thoughts or thoughts of harming yourself? You know, you just kind of can use all the little words until you, you know, feel like they are hearing what you're saying and making it clear that it's okay. If they do, people have those thoughts, you know, um, and then you can just put it in some other terms, like, do you ever wish you could sleep and not wake up or wish you were dead? Um, and then you get more specific about, you know, have you thought about how you might do it? So the plan is really one of the, the, the ways we understand how far someone is along if they've thought through a plan. Oh, um, well, and I then see. you can ask specifics of, of like about the plan. Do you, like you say, well, I've thought about. You know, taking pills, and then it's like, have you been collecting pills? What do you have in your house? Like, you can start to get right. more specific,
1: right? And the and more specific you, you get, yeah. the more you can, the more that'll tell you, right, about how 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 deep in this are we? How yes, yes.
7: up to the edge. So are we? Yeah. ideation, planning, you know, those are those are more alarming signs. So, uh, you know, maybe everyone has thought, I'd like I would like to go to sleep and not wake up tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got to dig <clears throat> to find out because there's socially acceptable things to say, like I'm really depressed or I just want to be in bed all day. And we can all hear that and go, oh yeah, that's rough, I get that. And then it's the sort of going deeper in the next step. And so what we found is even, in this mental health first, first aid is sort of a piece of this, is training regular people to know how to ask a couple of these questions in a way that will increase the likelihood of someone being safe. Yeah. And so it would be, you know, have you? Are you having suicidal thoughts?
3: Right.
7: And if the person says yes, or you know, you know, and some of some of that going back to kind of the skill set, and this is what's hard, is normalizing that this can happen. And I, th- I would think, I think one of the main things I've had to do with clients who have been suicidal is to reassure them, I'm not going to run them to a police station right then,
3: yeah,
7: or drop them off. Uh, immediately at a hospital that I am willing to talk through all of this with them first. Yeah. Cause that's another thing, you know, it, it's, it's like a two-edged sword. I I want, I have so much going on that I don't know if I can do anymore. Um, but if you take me to a hospital, then my life falls apart. Mm. Right. Yeah. And so. It's really difficult. So, so when we go back to this emailer, there's no way you can have done any of these things.
1: Right. right. Any of these yeah. things. None of these. None of this are, is part of that exchange that he had. You can't. There's no. There's no setup for that. Right. Yeah.
7: And this is someone sitting in my office with the whole intent that they could share something with me confidentially, and we can get there. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's still um, having to work through that. And ninety percent of my success in these kinds of cases, I think, is just my demeanor. Mm. It truly is like. I got you and we're going to talk through all these yep. things. Nothing you're going to tell me is going to scare me.
1: Yeah, you're um, in a safe place. You know, I'm I'm a safe person to talk to. This isn't a trick. Yeah. You're not trapped here. Yeah, all that stuff.
7: Absolutely not. And we will there is help and there is a way. And and once your brain starts to do some of this thinking, it's hard to get it to stop. It's kind of like a neural pathway's been built and we have to learn how to get it to do other things. Um, but it's probably not just going to stop doing that by itself, right? And that's you know, so you're building hope and you're creating that like this is safe and you're not alone, um, and those type of things. And I can help you get the help that's going to do this type of thing. Um, now, if it's just your friend or your fellow farmer, and you're seeing some signs you're concerned about, so some some of those signs could be, you know, mentioning some of these hopeless things. Um, There's very commonly the thinking that truly others are better off without you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when we're getting into some scarier territory. Um, if they give away things that are cherished to them and they're sort of, it, it's like they're detaching from their the physical possessions and different things. Um, the other sign is, and this is what has always been so difficult is, um, someone is struggling and then they suddenly seem happier. Um, is actually a really big red flag. Mm. Um, Because often they're struggling with the decision. So ideation, think of it as kind of being tortured, right? With this idea. And the idea could solve all your problems. But then also it's going to hurt someone. And like you're just battling. So when someone gets to peace about the decision, um, they can seem like everything's better. And everyone's like, well, great. And it's actually more concerning. But people don't see that till. in, in, they see it in retrospect. It too late. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So that's why, I mean, I think if, you know, um, you take the symptoms you're seeing before seriously, and that's why learning some basics of, you know, mental health first aid is, um, though we can all relate and we, we none of us are immune from any of this, these experiences. Um, but if you can see someone really struggling and you're having some of these conversations and you can pick up that there's maybe not not plans for improvement or I'm going to get help or I've talked to my doctor or, you know, some other things, then, you you know, you're a little more concerned.
1: Um, well, let me ask you this tiny side note because sure. it's been keeps popping up in my head. So I think it's worth asking. Yeah. Um, my experience in my life, which is the only experience I can go off of. That's why I'm telling it from my perspective has been um, for those who I, kn- who I've known throughout my life that have taken their own lives. Mm-hmm. they were always people that no one had any idea. Mm-hmm. It just, no one knew. No one said anything. You went, wait, he was the captain of the football team. What are you talking about? Like stuff like that. And then those who I know who were talking about it all the time, or sometimes just outright threatening it, or, you know, just discussing about how maybe, maybe I don't need to be in this world anymore. Those, you know, just kind of being outwardly mm-hmm. talkative about their depression or their feelings or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're all still here, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying they're crying wolf. That's not my point because I don't think that's true.
7: Which I'll say something about that in a second. Okay, so
1: go um, ahead. but and and we don't have to get into details. But you and I have sp- specific familial experience with a situation like this, where it was always being threatened, but it was difficult to tell whether that you know that was being used against people or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, so so I guess what I'm saying is it feels like the, the ones or it always has felt like the ones that are this the ones that are really going to go through this we just didn't have any idea and so we can only help those who are vocal because or, or that show outward signs but those who aren't I don't know how you get to those people I don't know what you're supposed to do because and 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 just from experience they seem to be the ones that actually go through with it but we didn't know so yeah Anyway, I don't know what your thoughts are on that or if that's even worth...
7: Brian, did you have something you want to say? No. Uh, no, it was just, oh, just... okay. Yeah. You were, you were uh, humming along. Okay, awesome. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know if you were... Humming along. Just <laughs> yeah. doopity This is such an easy topic. Yeah. Um, Okay.
3: Yeah.
7: <laughs> so so let's just talk about that briefly because you're, you're hitting on why this is so difficult and why mental health first aid really should be as common as physical... Uh, First aid in in that it's just about knowledge and understanding and having a better grasp on these things for ourselves, right? If if you have you sit through a, a training that talks about this and you're like, I've had all those experiences. Oh, and here are all the solutions to help me with that. You know, that'd be one thing, right? right? Uh we don't do that in any direct ways through education. And I think it's Unfortunate, right? And so, so there's that piece of maybe um, just more systemically improving access to good information that way, and and having it be put in instead of it's just always <laughs> it's always optional, uh, but it matters, right? Okay, so there's that, but then there's also this, you know, um, the people who are talking about it either because somebody heard them and could then offer them guidance or help. Um, or they're processing out loud might be some of that difference. People who just kind of quietly um go about this tend to be isolated. I mean, there's signs much earlier too. Um, and just most of us aren't looking for them. And some people are really hiding them. That can happen as well. Um, but so often it's a couple of factors that really drive this is the belief that it's helpless. So if I keep everything inside, I only have my inner world to decide if things are hopeless mm-hmm. and there's no way out, right? right. Um, if I'm saying it out loud, someone else is going to say, like, well, like, like, Brian, your description of this supportive, like, this is a valley and we will walk with you through this valley. Like, yeah. once you know there's someone else with you, it's a really different ball game, right? Um, and so, you know, I think it requires families to get better at communicating in these particular ways it's communities schools i i know this mental health first aid training is they're attempting to go to all law enforcement and firefighters and you know because you're you're killing two birds with one stone sorry for the pun Mm -hmm. but like you're getting the the workers who have are going to have to deal with this on the front line but also them for themselves right Mm -hmm. um so let's just talk really briefly about the attention seeking version of this because um, that is a thing and can happen and unfortunately causes uh, disruption for the other versions of suicidal you know feelings and ideations and that type of thing because people can get a little bit like, well, they just want attention. and if you think about just the origin of that, oh, right? I
1: hate that though yeah. Gosh, yeah, isn't
7: that, that crazy? Yeah. We're like, oh you just want attention and and here's the thing there is someone who needs attention and then they threaten suicide and then people just say, Oh no, they still need attention. They still need attention. <laughs> like yeah, It's not even maybe for suicidality at all, but there is something going wrong. And, and so I, I think of this as like parenting a kid in terms of, um, Teaching them not to steal, right? This yeah. is this goes back, Scott. You and I probably both had this exact experience. Yeah. You steal something when you're five. Your mom marches you back to the store, makes you apologize and pay for it, yep. and you know, you get an immediate uh, lesson on a thing, and it works because you don't ever want to do that again, yeah. right? And I don't mean it's as a punishment, but as a as a general rule, take anyone's suicidal threats seriously. You don't even have to decide. Yeah, You just take it as if that is a fact because it will, first of all, the person will learn, oh, I get a ton of medical attention if I do this. (laughs) And that's maybe just exactly what they need. It also may be, you know, my boyfriend broke up with me and I'm going to kill myself if he doesn't, you know, call me back. Okay. Well, then send in the big guns and say, well, all right, you said this and we take it very seriously and i think schools are doing a slightly, well at least our school district is doing a slightly better job of just not messing around at Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. um and so it kind of it it it, people will learn like oh that's not the way to get that attention or they're going to get the attention that they need right so that's my default anyone jokes about it i was just like okay so real quick (laughs) like i don't you know i just take it seriously and i i I know that's hard in a family dynamic where there's a kid who's always like, don't love me or you're not, you know, and then they, they escalate to that type of thing. I mean, it needs to be just the alarm bell that like, Oh, we need to take their need for help seriously. Yeah, Even if, even
1: if, see, this is how I look at it. Even if it's somebody who is purposely using it as a tool to antagonize people in their lives, Even if that's the case, and I'm sure there are cases of this, you know, everyone's different. If that's the case, that's still a proper cry for help. (laughs) Like Uh it's still, it's still, even if they have no intention of committing suicide, there's something, there's a hole that needs filling and you can help with that. Like you don't, you don't need to see it as like, oh, they're just like, it isn't this binary exchange.
7: No, it's usually an attachment problem. Right. They, right. they are feeling very insecurely attached for whatever reason to people in their lives. Something's not okay. And right. they need help. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, yeah. Um, I, so there's two things I hope come out of this. Yeah. People who are perhaps experiencing those feelings or know somebody who is, I hope some of this is helpful for you. I really hope it was so we can save some lives. But also, mm-hmm. I hope this dude doesn't get too hard on himself for second guessing everything he did that night. Because yeah. I don't know any of us who would have handled any of that any differently. Right. Like that's not, that's the funny thing is here. It's not like there was a point where I go, Oh, there was your mistake. There was not, you didn't do any of that.
7: No. And also there were plenty of people just sat in their apartments.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right.
7: Right. Right. Yeah. And that, and I think of, you know, uh, Mr. Rogers, you know, look for the helpers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think there's, there's a lot of helpers among us and, the more we're ready to help in ways that are effective are great right but like just the kindness of some strangers trying to help a kid is yeah. just heartwarming and it's really tragic in the end yeah um but but the reality is this is more and more uh a risk and the more guns we have the higher the risk of successful suicides are we can look at all the stats through the the world and the states you know more guns it's easier because it's these moments, in fact, they've, they've sort of narrowed it down to like a five-minute window mm-hmm. of where it's just 100% convincing in your brain to end it all. Mm-hmm. And if you can get through that five minutes, and that's why people will turn themselves in. They will go to a, you know, when they get that desperate that they need to not be alone. Mm-hmm. And that five minutes with a gun works much faster than five minutes when you're trying to figure out a plan. And that's right. that's what's um the, the the future of this is is tricky and that's why we always have to again do the caveat of, and the warning so please put it on here is just it can just even the topic and the can trigger people but also I hope it at least triggers this that there is so much good help for this mm-hmm. this isn't a permanent state even just the window where people take their lives is is a short window
1: yeah
7: um and getting help and, you know, getting out of that place, is that's maybe not a short journey out. And and that's difficult. Sometimes it is. Um, sometimes just having somebody know, I found that very frequently. If someone just knows I'm thinking these things, there's so much relief. You're just not alone. Yeah. Um, and so, so seek out that help. And if you struggle to find it in any form, send us an email and we will find it help you find it
1: heck yeah yeah d- absolutely we uh, want
7: you here send
1: yeah. uh send emails to the morningstream at gmail.com text us at 801 471 or uh any of the methods you can get a hold of us we would be happy yeah. to DM, help you exactly yeah, yeah. never yeah. never not willing uh awesome well wendy uh
6: Big,
7: Merry Christmas!
1: Big Christmas plans? Are you, <laughs> you do anything? Exciting? It's actually
7: a very appropriate topic for this time. of year. Yeah, it is. it's it a time. depressing yeah.
1: time of year. It's January it's that I hate.
2: This disorder. And yeah, stuff, yeah, that's when I
1: yeah. get grumpy. Is right around January. Oof! We'll see how I do this year. Uh, we'll are talk you about uh, it in January? Are you, right uh, you got, the first Tuesday in November? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> are you uh, doing any big uh, plans? Are you going anywhere? Are you just home
7: with the kids? Uh, we just yeah, we just do a little fun cabin trip up north and. Uh, Play in the snow with some friends and that's it. Yeah, careful. We've got, we currently have, I mean, you guys had some good snowstorms. We have, I mean, it snowed 10 inches last night. Jeez. Uh, We are, it just looks like a flipping frozen Christmas card everywhere. So it's great. But January, it doesn't. It looks like. What's the, the, what's the temperature in the Twin Cities right
1: now? How cold
7: is it? Oh, it's super warm. Let me tell you, Um, you know. (laughs) I don't know. It's only negative 10. It is negative seven. Oh,
1: that's not so bad. Brian, you got colder weather than windy. How do you feel I about get, that?
2: Well, there's a negative eight right now, so we're just beating you by one. Wow. Mm-hmm. What's, what's, your, what's your
7: humidity index? Let's just, comp- let's fight. It's, it's
2: Colorado. I think it's a uh, pretty dry <laughs> zero. <laughs> yeah.
7: <laughs> zero okay.
1: humidity. You're like Utah. No, don't we know don't know get the any of that. The
2: humidity index would be
7: right
1: now. I guess we have yeah. some. I'm
7: at 74%, so. Uh, oh,
1: wow. Okay. Yeah, so that feels worse. A lot
7: Yeah, and that wind, just like, yeah, it's great. Damn, so dude. remind me why I live here in January. Just
1: All so right. Well, winter wonderland aside, have a fantastic holiday! Uh, Merry yeah. Christmas to you and all the kids, and to Adam you and too. everybody. And we will see you next time next year. No, right, well, are you here next week? I don't remember. Remind me. Wait, what? Are you here next week? Next Thursday?
7: Uh, no. Okay, I that's will right. Be You're gone. Making a snowman. So yeah. Happy now, but
1: then, then. Happy New Year. May 2023 bring uh, Wendy and and her family uh, nothing but I don't know cool deals at Walmart. I don't know. Why. I have
7: a kid who will move out this next year. I'm so excited. Oh
1: yeah. Oh my gosh. Abraham <laughs> on the road. That's weird.
7: I know. It's gonna be amazing. All right. Uh yeah. Happy New Year to you guys too. We'll see you next year.
1: All right. Yeah. Bye now. Don't drink. She doesn't drink. <laughs> Except Does uh, mean we're
2: not getting her next next Thursday.
1: Yeah, Thursday's Thursday's out. That sounds okay. like she'll be it up at the uh the so dude. Yep. Like it. Yep. Uh all right. We are done with the show. Nice long one today, but that's okay because, you know, big holiday coming up. That's and right. uh and I really do hope today's segment helps somebody because, I don't know, I just don't. For sure. I don't yeah. want anyone getting hurt. Come on now. No. Um, let's get to uh, just mentioning this, that our Patreon is how things flow. It's how it works. It's how we're able to stay uh, on top of stuff and keep things moving. If you would like to help us out and be a part of our Patreon, you can do it at patreon.com slash TMS. And uh, a quick note, uh, I believe tomorrow we will be able to get in a uh, couch party. That's the plan right now. Okay, good. I think yeah,
2: we're seeing way of water, uh, but we, you know, if we're doing a, if we're doing a Ms. Marvel, plenty the the final episode of Ms. Marvel, plenty of time. Oh, perfect. We'll do, do our way finale.
1: No, oh, that's awesome. We'll do that. Oh, a little bit of bad news about couch parties. I forgot to mention this. Oh no! Uh, New couch? No. Whenever I put the video version up anywhere. I Our get, couches pull out, but we don't. <laughs> I get DMCA takedowns every time I've done it. Oh yeah, sure. So I had it on one service; they they did takedowns. I'm like, all right, well, what weird clandestine dark web place can I put it next? Sure. And I've tried everything, including archive.org. Oh. They had they issued takedowns. I don't know where no, to put these is, files.
2: This is a new thing, actually. I just got an email from Patreon yesterday that we can now like there. There's now a video. Uh, we can now put. Uh, video on Patreon, sort of. Where is it?
1: So I checked into that. Oh, it? Okay, you did. All right. they will do. Pa- they will do DMCA takedowns of any copyrighted material. Oh,
2: they will. Okay,
1: so I can't do that either. Uh, also, we have a grandfathered account which doesn't have that feature yet, which kind of sucks. But it oh, also means sucks. we get we get better we get better payout percentages because we're still on the original. Sucks planet. being a grandpa. I know, right? It's the worst. <laughs> uh, so I'm trying to figure something out. I'm not going to do anything too weird because I don't want to send people down funny links. But
2: right, right. Um, here's that's right. Our, our uh, Visit our, go check out our episode at fileupload.com. Yes, com. Dot RU or yep. something.
1: <laughs> now, audio, 100%, no problem. That's still sure, will still sure. be a thing. What I'm thinking is I have an AWS uh, bucket oh, with server, Amazon. Yeah. I might yeah. be able to do like a week-to-week thing where I'll put like a 4-gig video file up there, and then yeah. it goes away when the next one gets posted. Does that make sense? Sure, sure. So I'm figuring it out. I like that yeah. you guys get to watch it. And for those that can't be there live, I just oh, man, copyright's weird. It just shouldn't work this way, but it does. Anyway, that's it for that. I could do torrents, I guess. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. Ugh. Oh, you know what? Somebody could do a someone's Plex server could host these. Get a hold of me. <laughs> <laughs> we come up with something gallifrey, gallifrey yeah a somebody gallifrey. got a you know, <laughs> little bit of room on that hard drive there hmm not
2: a bad idea actually yeah
1: anyway uh that'll do it for us thank you all for listening again tonight lots of content uh happening here if you want to watch play retro that'll be at two thirty. uh core will be at five and uh there is one more core this year Next next week we'll be doing our best of the year uh special episode so you're gonna want to hear that Um, And then, like Brian said, Coverville tomorrow or Saturday. Watch for that. And I think that's everything. Okay. I think that's it. Brian, if that's it, play a song then, you know? (sighs) I guess I could, yeah. Uh,
2: Speaking of people we know and love that we've talked to earlier in this episode, uh, Red Fraggle wrote in or texted or... Discord or, I don't know, no, she used our, she used, as everybody else should use, our method of getting requests in, which is by going to frogpants.com slash TMS. Don't, don't do it a different way.
1: Yeah, no special treatment for people that come on and do guest spots, okay? Exactly. Get exactly. your ass where all the plebeians go. That's how it works. Right. Exactly. So, uh, this one's uh, from Amy,
2: in honor of Chuck's surgery today, uh, no, no. No particular reason we're choosing this particular song with this particular title, uh, but uh, this is going out to uh, to Chuck, and mm-hmm. it's a, a cover of Miley Cyrus's "Wrecking
1: Ball." Uh, <laughs> Brian didn't tip uh, me said, off on this. this. Is news to me. I love it. That's amazing.
2: <laughs> she says, "Let's test the ship's phasers for good luck." Yeah, let's do that. Uh, thanks, on. and please forgive me. This was Chuck's idea. She says, signed Amy. Uh,
1: where's Where's phasers Ah.
6: let's test the ship's phasers
2: there it is there it is right there yeah uh by the way can i just say how glad i am that amy shipped out our boxes before any of these surgeries and removals of body parts occurred because i could just imagine someone less scrupulous what they would send us for for surprise Christmas presents.
1: Yeah, I'm uh, glad that you had those, those parts before you, yes, ship before yes. you remove. That's the yes, rule. Yes,
2: exactly. Shipped before uh, those parts were removed. Alright, yeah. how about a cover of Wrecking Ball? This one done by Rustic Overtones. This is so good. It changes the song up so much. Uh, from the album uh, Mood Box, collected music by Rusted Overtones from 2014. Here is Wrecking Ball mm-hmm.
6: We chained our hearts in vain. You jumped, never asking why. We kissed, I fell under your spell, love that no one could deny. Don't you ever say. I on the ground Don't you ever say I just walked away
1: show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.
3: <laughs> 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 Head
0: over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Muscall and Andrew Scott.